What happens when life as you know it gets flipped upside down? How do you deal? How do you cope? I'm Captain Sandy. And I'm Leah Ray. And this is the Captain Sandy and the Leah Ray Show. We know these moments all too well, don't we, Leah? Yes. We've learned a thing or two about navigating those uncharted waters. And we're talking about how to get through the ups and downs life brings us and also shed light on the joy and grace that can be found in the hard moments. So let's learn how to do the next right thing. Hey everyone, welcome to the Captain Sandy and Leah Ray Show. It's our very first episode. And we're so excited to be here. Thank you for tuning in. And don't forget to subscribe after because obviously we want your support and we want you to hear all about the things that we do in life and how we do the next right thing. And we are going to answer the million dollar question that we get all the time time. is how did we meet? How did we meet? Well... I was watching a show called Below Deck Mediterranean, if you haven't heard of it before, and I came across an episode of her, and I saw her, and I thought, wow, like, she's hot. (laughs) And I messaged her and just said, hey, congrats on your show, many blessings, Leah. That was pretty much it. So earlier that year, I had been single for two years, and I have a sponsor, I'm I'm sober, and I was sharing with her, I am ready to meet my love. I am ready to meet my soulmate. And she said, Sandy, make a list. Make a list of every characteristic that you want about that person. Size, you know, hair color, everything. Eye color. It was really interesting. So I made the list and I decided to check my messages from, she sent the message in June, October. I checked my messages and I saw Leah. And I, what caught my eyes, I had thousands of messages, was the word many blessings. And I thought, hey, I like that. So I click on it and I was like, whoa, she's hot, right? (laughs) And she can sing. So of course I messaged back and I used, I can't, you know, I was doing an I Believe tour at the time. I did want music integrated into that tour. And well, I used that as an outreach to Leah. Like a little lure. Yeah. 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 Well, but I really can sing actually. I was singing the national anthem and I was prepping to sing for the Bronco games, which I'm known for doing here in Denver. And we met up in L.A. because I was taking my daughter to Disneyland. And when we met, I instantly knew this was it. Like, she just melted me with her smile. Yeah. And when we hugged, it just, I don't know, it felt like home. That's right. So Leah drives up. I walk down my stairs. I see this beautiful woman, actually hotter in person. And then... Um, I offered to park her car because in my building, it's really tight. So when she got out of her car, that's when we hugged. And it was, yeah. you know, when you do that or you make that contact with someone, it is, Electrify. you know, but it was more than yeah. that. It yeah. was real. It was and real. It, I felt this energy that I had never felt. And I was like, okay, I'm older now. I've learned a lot. And I paid attention to that. Mm-hmm. Plus my list. Let's not forget that. So mm-hmm. in my opinion... My list was answered. God answered my prayers and I met Leah. Yeah. But I have to say, though, it freaked me out because I was a gospel singer. You know, I was going through a divorce. I adopted a baby who's now 16. She's uh, African, half African-American. And I knew that choosing to be with you would change my life and turn my world upside down. And I had no idea 
who she was in that community and nothing changed in my life but love. Like I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. But Leah's life was turned upside down. Yeah. And she had to learn how to navigate that. I had no idea what she was going through. What did you go through? Yeah, I mean, well, basically I was in the music ministry as a worship leader for over 25 years. I had six CDs. I toured some of the biggest mega churches all over the world, women's conferences, youth conferences. Impressive. You know, my I had my music played on Christian radio stations. I was I had my own show on Praise the Lord, TBN, all of this stuff. And I knew, I knew the minute I came out with being in love with a woman, it would be over. And it was. Why is that? Like, why is it over with a woman falling in love with a woman? Why is it over? Because in religion, it's a big no to be with same sex. Well, that's not the next right thing. I don't think it is. That is not right. Yeah. I feel like you're obviously an example. Uh, A couple things, like you left a place where you were not happy. You were miserable. You shared with me and how you, it wasn't because of me, but I catapulted your exit. Yeah, it made sense. Right, because we didn't hook up. You know what I mean? Like we met, we chatted, and I sat with you at dinner at Catch, and I just said to you, you're not happy. You need to leave. Yeah. Why do people stay in marriages when they're not happy. And you told me something earlier that, what was it you said about, oh, fake it until you make it? Oh yeah, I was told to fake it till you make it in church and pray. And I can't tell you how many times I prayed, I cried, went to therapy, fake it till you make it. And it's just, it's terrible feeling like you're being forced to be passionate with someone you're not passionate about, you know? And he was more just like a a best friend and we were married 20 years. Um, and that was the hard part is losing that friendship situation. I was hoping we could remain friends and that didn't happen. Um, but it just, there's nothing more lonely than being in a passionless, loveless marriage. It's terrible. And that's the crazy thing. How can you fake love? How can you fake passion? It doesn't seem possible. You know, another thing that I think is interesting that could help people is what made you stay when you were not in love? Well, I mean, he took care of everything. So fear of money, fear of what would I do? You know, I had, we created a really big life for each other where we lived in this 13,000 square foot house, drove a Ferrari, you know, I could go shopping, all these things. Beautiful handbags, beautiful shoes. Yeah, and just really the security of not worrying financially, you know, um, but that's no reason. And so I was so unhappy that I just jumped. I just took the leap of faith to leave it all behind because it just, it wasn't worth selling my soul for all that stuff. Um, I, I wanted freedom. So you launched out into your life unemployed, not knowing what was next, mm-hmm. just knowing that you had to do that for your soul. Yeah. And what did you do next? Yeah. So I opened a skin studio, Skin by Leah at the time. And my passion is skin and beauty also. And I proved to myself like, oh, like I'm not dumb. Like I, I can, you know, grow a clientele. I can make money. And I think I kind of had to prove myself in that area. Um, And I think it was uncomfortable for him because he didn't really quite want to even support that. 
kind of, you know, like it was a hobby, you know. And so, and in music ministry, you don't make money in music ministry. So you made no money. You right. committed to six days a week. You worked as... Yeah, yeah, six days a week and doing skincare, and I loved it. So you had the security at home. Yeah. You had a passion through music, but you were passionless in your relationship. And then you jump out, out in the world and go, here I am. I am going to tackle this on my own. And it was scary. It was scary. It was and scary. how was your faith at that point? Like, were you like upset with yeah, God? Like, no, I honestly, when you're in ministry and you're told over and over, it's wrong to be with same sex. I questioned and thought, am I going to be punished? Am I going to be cursed? Is, is, is this okay? Like, that's a very real questioning so what in did your they mind. do who the church after you- oh the church they said i was no longer welcome on the platform any longer to sing i could go to church give my give my money and be welcome but i i could no longer be on their platform any longer and represent you know god and that's i get it you know but it was very hurtful very very hurtful i don't understand why you get it but i guess because it's a religion Okay, so, right. But you always say to me, why do people make God weird? And the other part is, didn't someone just reach out to you that... And two things. You just got a message. Someone reached out to you. Secondly, who did you seek that had had similar something happen to them, like, that matched what you went through? Yeah, well, Glennon Doyle was a huge influence in my life in her book, Untamed. I felt like I was reading my story, you know, cause she, she fell in love with a woman and she was a Christian author and she had, you know, tours booked and everything that were canceled because of her choice. And so I feel like, I feel like my purpose now is to let people know, like that is not God's love. And that the, what I was taught in churches is not like how God loves me. For me, it's a personal relationship and you don't turn your back on someone if you love them. You don't make them feel like unworthy to use their gift because they chose to love a certain person. Because again, every six days a week, you did this, you did this for free at the church and they say goodbye. They say bye. And that's not right. That is not right. Because they they make you feel like you're going to make other people fall. But really, I've had more people message me and reach out to me more than ever because they're saying, oh, I'm struggling or I'm hurting. Just like today, I had a woman from South Africa reach out to me saying she came out to her pastor because she was an ordained pastor that she was gay. And she's been serving with that church for 25 years. And right then and there, he said, "Okay, well, I love you, but you can't come to church here anymore and we have to let you go. And she's devastated. And the fact she reached out to me because of our story and us being vocal about it, she doesn't even know me and just said, I need someone that understands and gets it. So I FaceTimed her. You know what I love about Leah? Um, Because I always say, I grew up, I was forced to go to church and I skipped Sunday (laughs) school. So it's so my parents put us on that bus to get us out of their hair for a Sunday (laughs) afternoon. It wasn't to learn about God, trust me. So, and I wasn't interested. I always say to Leah, how, why do I have to pray through Jesus to get to God? Why, why is there a middleman? Secondly, um, and what makes Christianity correct, right? Because I don't know, I'm a captain. I've read books. I work for Muslim, and I've read books about different religion. 
and everybody has an opinion about something. The one thing I love about you, she only reads what's in red oh. <laughs> <laughs> and follows that because you see all that other stuff that's written and you're just like, oh yeah. And the West Wing, that, that uh, little bit of, uh, in the West Wing, that yeah. show where he talks about Leviticus yeah, and yeah, all that. It's kind of cool. I really don't know the Bible. I know nothing about it. All I know is I love God. I'm sober and someone save me whatever that is. I just think, I think you're a voice for people out there that says, love who you love. It shouldn't matter. And if people judge you, they're not supposed to be in your life. Find the people who support you because that's what's truly important. Just like Leah did. There were people in her life that cut her off, that told her she was going straight to hell, that when her father died, that God would not hear her prayers any longer. That's yeah. not okay. They said he died because of my sin. Yeah. So he died of COVID. Cuckoo. And so, so, yeah. Not okay. But there are people out there that will support you, including us. It doesn't matter. And I hope and I pray for a day where we never have to go through this again just because we love another soul. Something else you said about loving another soul. What? I don't remember, but I'll tell you what I think about <laughs> loving another soul. It was when my mom passed away. And I remember looking at my mom in the casket saying, that's not my mom. Her soul left her body. So she was oh, yeah. genderless. Yeah. Souls are genderless. So when one soul meets another soul, you're just in love with the soul. Because, right. okay, I, listen, I love how she looks. But at the same time, Thanks, babe. I love her spirit and her yeah. soul. And that's what connected us. And I don't believe things happen by mistake. I wrote that list. I clicked on your message because it said many blessings out of the thousands of messages I have. I clicked on it. I wanted someone to sing truly, but I must say there's probably other singers out there I could have clicked on, but I chose you. You chose me. Our souls chose each other. Mm -hmm. And so that's what's meant to be. Yeah. And I want everyone out there to know that it's okay to love who you love. Yeah. And I, we don't, even like the labeling, to be honest with you. Like it, it, I struggle with that personally. I'm just Leah who loves Sandy and, um, and it's just such a personal thing, a relationship with God. You come here alone and you die alone and it's between you and your maker, whatever that is. Bottom line is it's just love. Like you're just supposed to love a person. And I believe like churches, they can't, churches can't fall if you're truly following God. If you're following man, of course you're going to crumble because no man are perfect, you know, but if you're truly following God, you can't have a church fall apart just because someone like messed up according, you know, to them. So it just frustrates me because I feel like a lot of people have made God to be this freak show and weird and this punishing, terrible God. And he's, he's not because I'm a mom. I would never close the door on my own child. So I can't imagine how God would be with his own children, to, in, in, my, in my opinion. And I, I'm not here to preach at people, but I'm just frustrated because... You're not preaching. How, You're sharing your experience, strength, and hope. And honestly, Leah, the way you describe it to me helps me. Because I, listen, I, I was that person, alcohol, drugs, institutions, jails, homeless... Listen, I've been, I, I've already seen the bottom, so I have nothing to fear. Pink sings about that. So yeah. you are truly an inspiration. And 
whoever you worship or whatever you worship, it, you got to find something that's bigger than you right. that is a good orderly direction that you can follow because left to my own devices, I was always in trouble. So something inside of me changed me, but it took work and it took work for you to leave your relationship. And that's something it takes courage, perseverance, and faith, right? Faith. Yeah. You need the faith to know that you're doing the next right thing because when you do that, you feel that in your gut, you know, uh, I actually attended the Aspen Brain Forum, and they talked about how your second brain's in your gut. Trust that, because that never lies. There is no cloudiness between this and this. Stay out of this, because this is always like negotiating, debating. You know, it's never accurate. You can be factual. Trust your gut, because yeah. that's your second brain. Yeah. That's what you want to follow. Because and pick that's someone that helps you evolve, like... Sandy and I, we can, you know, get into it or whatever, but we want to be better and we want to work it out. And it's all about communication and evolving and being open to change. And I believe that God puts people together for his greater purpose. And, you know, she's a captain. She has her own path, her own journey that I support. I have my own path, my own journey. And, but we come together to make a difference. And I think that's a beautiful thing. And if you're with someone that's holding you back and makes you feel stuck and you are sad and depressed and lonely, it's probably a sign that it's not who you're supposed to be with. Or you need to get some help with your codependency yeah, because, help. right? Because in the beginning it was codependent and not, nah. oh yeah. Okay. So <laughs> basically I'm like, I having your individuality in a relationship and coming together as truly two individuals and coming together as one love, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. And when Leah wants to go away or spend time with someone, I want her to do that. I always want you to have your freedom. Mm -hmm. The same for me. When I go away to film, you know, it isn't easy, but we have FaceTime, but we've learned over the years how, like, how to communicate when I'm away, when I'm Don't fried. call her late at night because <laughs> she's tired. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's a lot, it's you know, lot. but we struggled. That's the truth. Yeah, that's we the truth. had some arguments yeah. and, you know, like, read some text messages that shouldn't have been read. And that's reality. Like, that's human nature. So you want to keep communicating, right, Leah? Because mm -hmm. that's how you sustain in a relationship is communication. And we communicate because every time she walks out of the door, I follow. And I'm like, hold on. Can't you just say you're sorry? Because I... Oh, I could be stubborn for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I mean, if I feel like I'm not wrong, I know. Well, am I going to say sorry? Well, but hey, you know, does it feel good to be right? Or does it feel good to just say I'm sorry? I, like the the apology to release that energy and to say, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Give or, me a do over. Or maybe there's amazing. Yeah. Maybe though we just agree to disagree and just love each other. Yeah. Too. But I like to talk it out. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I can't go sure. to bed without talking it out. No, the other part sure. is Leah taught me the true meaning of the word grace. And I taught you the true meaning of word, the true meaning of the word do over. So the grace comes when I get the do over. Cause I get, I need a lot of them that she doesn't get to bring up the do-over from the past. Sometimes she does. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. So that's called human nature, right? Yeah. But if you if love is in the middle and you guys, and if we continue to communicate, we will prevail. And that's mm -hmm. how I feel. Like mm -hmm. 
I found my love. I'm not letting her go. And trust me, she gets hit on all the time. No, I don't. It's a turn on. Oh my God, Leah. So do constantly. How do you deal with that? Oh, I told my mom, by the way, I said, it's the first time ever. I don't have a wandering eye. Like I truly do not see anyone except Sandy. And that is such a beautiful thing for me to know that like, I'm good. Like this is it. And I don't care where. Thank God she doesn't have a wandering eye. Yeah, no, I mean. I'm too old to have a wandering eye. But that happens in marriages. Like like I I talk to a lot of women. I'm from Orange County. Trust me. There's a lot of wandering eyes in Newport and that scene. And I'm just going to be real about it. Like there's a lot of women who stay miserable because of money. And it's sad to me So what? sad. So what is your advice for those women and what would be the next right thing? I honestly feel like they really need to find like what they're passionate about and not have it revolve around like the money of it all. And just, I don't know, really, honestly, like find yourself, um, not put value in. But you someone. started a skin studio because that's what you were passionate about. And at least when you got out of your marriage, you knew you could make an income. So the important part here is when you want to get out of something and you're stuck because of money, find a way to make an income. And change is hard. Change is so hard. It's scary. Walk through that fear. Find something. Find a job. Start working. because Start getting your own credit. Because that builds your self-esteem. Yeah. And so that's you know, our two cents. And I'm really grateful that you guys tuned in today. Uh, and are we done? Well, yeah. Oh, well, I want to tell them to open their own bank account too. Oh yeah. Open. (laughs) Okay. Open your own bank account and start, you know, collecting your own credit and learn how to learn to pay attention of your taxes and your bills and what your husband or partner's doing and be educated because I wasn't. And that got me in trouble. You know, I love that Leah, because she, broke out of a marriage because she was unhappy. I got sober and pulled myself up through a 12-step program. And I had to learn how to balance my checkbook. I had to learn how to do my accounting. I had to learn how to save money. I had to learn how to pay rent. I had to learn how to pay a car payment. Yeah. I had to learn how to buy a car. You know, so those things. And I was 25. Yeah. Like, I, all my friends have done that, but you know, I was out of their life. They didn't want anything to do with me. But at the same time, it built my self-esteem because action steps, when you follow through, feel good and it's an accomplishment. So yeah, Yeah. thanks for that. Sure, baby. So what do you think? I think it's awesome. I think that it's going to, hopefully we help a lot of people to just be their authentic self, not fear love and... Do the next right thing. Do the next right thing in your life for happiness. Find your passion. Walk through the fear. Get a friend to support you. And if you're suffering from addiction, go to a meeting. Just go to a meeting because it saved my life. So we're so happy you're here. Thanks Thanks for tuning in. Please click on the link below so you can record a question for us to answer for you personally. And yeah, thanks for tuning in. And don't forget to do the next right thing together. Right? She wanted me to sing that, so I sang it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Captain Sandy and Leah Ray Show. We are so grateful that you took the time to be with us today. 
Be sure to share this episode with someone that you know that needs to hear it and subscribe on any podcast platform and find us on YouTube so you can catch every conversation. That's right, Leah. Till next time. Let's do the next right thing together.